Okay, so it's 5.02, uh, uh, August 1st, 2019. I'm recording this with my phone as opposed to my recording uh, uh, stuff because we got a placement. We got a phone call about half an hour ago saying uh, they had a placement for us. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to divulge any of the details. Um, boy, I guess I can say that and and age eight months but other than that i don't know if i can say anything else but um we we don't know if it's going to be long-term short-term permanent adoption we just know that uh and i'm we heather and i discussed really quickly about whether or not we're going to take it why we're going to take it if we don't take it if my feelings would to not take it was because i'm freaking out right now or because of being able to eventually adopt um Ultimately, I talked to my mom, talked to Heather. We figured this would be a great way to test run things in case it isn't. Um, and so we said, yes, they're going to bring him tonight. And so tonight we're going to have a baby with us in our house. Uh, and um, uh, now all the everything kicks in. We're, Heather's literally installing car seat in her car. I'm in the office looking out the window. We just spoke to our neighbors. Um, canceled every plan I had. Because, you know, babies don't wait. Babies don't care. Uh, and neither should they. Um, really excited. Really, I'm terrified. I mean, the poor, my mother said, you got you to gotta calm down. Otherwise, they might not leave the baby with you if they see how nervous you are. And I said, I'm pretty sure they're going to leave the baby with me regardless. They're, I'd have to do some really serious shit in order for them to leave the baby with me, not leave the baby with me. Um, uh, I was, um, I had to, we had to call and, and cancel on our, other foster family friends, and they completely understood, it, which is sad because we had cheesecake and we were going to go give them a cheesecake. But unfortunately, I guess we're stuck with the cheesecake. It sounds really good. Anyway, I'm rambling because I'm nervous. I shouldn't go install this. Then we have to go to Target because we need to get spoons and plates. We have bottles. We have formula. We have diapers. We need to get more diapers. We need to get a trash can. Uh, Heather has to go to work tomorrow. My mom has offered to help me figure this out and so next time you hear from me here we go here we go something happened and they gave us a baby i said a something happened we are going to take care of a baby this is for foster's sake foster's sake for for foster's sake Oh, man. Uh, so uh, you all just heard the segment of when we found out we were going to get a placement. And um, I listened to it as well. And boy, was I worried about that cheesecake, wasn't I? So that was recorded on Thursday in the evening. And it is currently Friday morning. And uh, we don't have a placement yet. We got a phone call after that. Uh, talking about how they, they told us that we need to, they're going to bring the baby today, essentially. So today in the afternoon, at some point, we're scheduled to receive the baby. And I have uh, no idea what time. I have no idea how it's going to go down. But uh, I know that at some point, a social worker is going to come to my house today and deliver a baby. And I had made a joke and... Um, I don't know if I'm whether whether or not I'm supposed to tip the social worker for the delivery or if it's you're not supposed to tip. Obviously, I'm I'm kidding. I'm not going to tip. 
but you do for pizza delivery, which is interesting, and this is a lot more precious cargo than pizza would be. Uh, so I want to I want to take it back a little bit and and kind of revisit and break down what it is that Heather and I did on our first when we first found out. So we received the phone call uh, at about four thirty, and I was about to go use the restroom. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. And as soon as uh, right before I, I got the phone call, I saw that it was I saw the area code. And I knew it was recognized. It was around here. Picked it up, and they told us, "Okay, we have a, bl- a placement for you." I ran to Heather. I, I put it on mute. I said, "Heather, Heather, Heather, Heather. We have a placement. We have a placement. We have a placement." Uh, and then I answered and I unmuted it and go, "Yes, you may. You may proceed. Please tell us about the information." And they had very, very, very little information about anything at that time. So we asked the lady to, t- to give us about 10, 15 minutes so we can discuss. We hung up, and Heather, being the cool, calm, collected person she is, said, okay, you need to take three deep breaths. And I was very proud of my wife for saying that, and I just kind of paused. And she goes, you're not breathing. I go, okay, you're right. I, I didn't even take one breath in the time she wanted me to take three breaths. I was holding my breath and just thinking at that time. Uh, but we talked about it, and we decided given all of the information uh, that we were presented with, we decided to go for it and say yes. And so we gave them a call back, and the, the lovely intake person was, was so kind, and she said, okay, um, I'm, I'm all alone. I need to fill out paperwork. I'll call you back in the next few hours with more information. And so we hung up the phone, and just like that, we all went off like a rocket. My mother was actually very calm, Heather started getting all the car seats out. Heather started getting all the, the, the clothes out. I got out all of the pampers that we thought would fit this child, uh, excuse me, diapers, uh, and the, the wipes and everything, and we set up the, the guest bedroom. I put out the changing pad. So we had, and we started, I pull, I started pulling out wa- uh, bottles, baby bottles, and started figuring out, okay, we have an age. Now it's a lot more, a lot more uh, focused. Uh, of an age and 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 we kind of understand a little bit better what to expect as opposed to there's just wide broad section of zero to 12 months old and so we started um getting everything together and heather was so good she went outside when i recorded that i was literally watching her put together the car seat uh while i was standing in the office recording don't worry she let me hear it afterwards um but she was happy that I did that because I wanted to be able to preserve that moment and really see what I was feeling. And so um, she, she, we installed it, and we don't know if we installed it correctly, so we actually called the fire department. We, Heather, called the fire department to see if they how they can check. Uh, turns out it's the police department that, that checks. So the lady she was talking to said, you know, we're after hours. You're supposed to kind of do an appointment, but let me make a few phone calls. And so she made a few phone calls and arranged for a sergeant to actually come to our house after his shift was done and take a look at our car seats. And so big ups to the Rancho Cucamonga Police Department, uh, Sergeant Anthony, um, or Junior Deputy, uh, Deputy, I don't know, whatever. Uh, he came by and, and checked it all, and he made sure that everything was was great and he was super supportive and incredibly kind and uh, that's when I, I started calming down a little bit going okay this uh, obviously there are seven and a half billion people on this planet we're not the first people to receive a child and we're not the first people to take care of a baby 
And so that that kind of happened. And then Heather started calling her family. I started texting people. I had to cancel my golf lesson. Damn it. Already. Baby's not even here. And already I got to change around everything in my life. I had to cancel the party that I was going to go to this week. Parties, plural. Um, I called the golf instructor and he was very much like, okay, cool. Thanks for calling. He's like, do you want to reschedule? I said, bro, I, I don't I don't know the next time I'm going to be able to take a shower. I don't think I'm going to have time to golf for a little bit. So I'm going to have to get back to you. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so we everything in, in the matter of an hour and a half, as much as we possibly could have it all set up, was set up, diapers, wipes. We realized very quickly that we didn't have um, enough. We didn't have any plates because the baby's at an age where it's starting to eat solid foods. And so we didn't have any utensils either. So we needed to, we needed to make a target run, or we will have to make a target run uh, at that point. And uh, when we receive the baby, and it's going to be our, my first test because baby's going to come today. I'm going to take a look at them and uh, at him and take a look and see what size he is and what kind of clothes he's wearing. And then I'm going to have to pack him up, and we're going to go off to Costco to buy all of the diapers and all of the wipes. And we're going to, I haven't breathed since I started recording this. I'm sure you can all hear the, the tension in my voice. Uh, I'm not my usual happy-go-lucky self, but I, I think that's, I think it's to be expected. So we have to go and do that. And all the meanwhile, we, I'm concerned about the little things. And I'm concerned about, well, we just signed up for this unlimited movie pass where we're paying $21 a month and now I'm not going to be able to use it and we're not going to be able to use it and we're going to waste $40 a month on this because it's a year contract and I'm thinking to myself well when's the next time we're going to I'm going to be able to go for a run and when's the next time and I and I realize those are very selfish things to think about but really I think I was just thinking about that and I continue to think about those things because of I'm I'm scared and and people keep asking us how are you feeling how do you how how is it going and Heather and I keep saying nervous and excited but it's gotten to the point where I've said those words so much they've almost lost meaning I don't I don't know what I'm feeling right now uh I don't know what it is that I'm I'm going through um and it's it's uh there's a lot of Feelings, and I think it's over. I think it's being overwhelmed, and knowing that really, at yesterday at four thirty, we received a phone call that's that's going to potentially change our lives. I I couldn't sleep last night. Heather could barely sleep last night, um, and I think that's to be it's to be expected. Um, and the other thing that I'm worried about is what if I don't make a connection with the baby? What if I'm what if I'm what if I'm really not good at at being a dad? And I know that I know that it, everybody who has children, everybody who has kids, goes through those those feelings. Um, but all of a sudden, it became very real. It became very very real last night uh, that we're now in charge of a child of a of a baby boy, and um, I'm in charge of a baby boy, and I don't know. If, I don't know if, if I'm, if I can, I'm, I hope I can do it and I'm going to try, but 
and we've worked so hard for this point and obviously i want a child but now faced with it it's it's this scary daunting thing of um not wanting to screw it up and not wanting to mess him up and making sure that i'm able to love this child and and then that's the that's the fucked up thing which is people who make we could potentially fall in love with him and then he could be gone anyway um oh god my mom was so great great and so was heather's mom they were so wonderful and so calm and so supportive and so were many of our friends they said you know my mother said oh, you know i mijo i i have I have my classes all scheduled for, for computer classes, but don't worry. I'll cancel them. I'm going to help you out. Heather's mom was co coaching her and, and teaching her how to be a mom, saying, make sure you talk to the baby. Make sure you read to him. Make sure you connect with him, which I thought was so wonderful, and I'm so very grateful to have my mother and my mother-in-law with us. And I know, I know we're not alone, and I know that the connection will come, but there's always that feeling of what if that impending gut-wrenching realization of what if i'm not cut out for this <sighs> so that was all everything that happened last night and today when we receive him when we receive the baby oh also sorry to kind of be rambling and and, and be unfocused but when I was listening to the previous segment where we thought we were going to get him, he was going to come be delivered to us uh, yesterday, I kept saying it, 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 as opposed to him, him, or the baby, or them. And uh, listener Jan got on my case, as well she should have, and I think uh, for, for saying it as opposed to him, or her, or them, because it's not an it, he's not an it, he's a he, he's a human being. And I probably was doing that on a subconscious level so that I could separate myself from those feelings because I wasn't ready for it to be real. But now it's it's fucking real. And uh, there's, there's no going back, which is good. So as I mentioned before, we, we slept okay. I had a few moments of restlessness and Heather got up a few times but mostly we slept okay and and every time I wake up I go was that was that a dream was that something that was real uh, obviously I dreamt of the baby and I, I dreamt that I left him in the back of a car and how's that for anxiety by the way so the baby was was I got up I had gotten out literally from going to pick up the baby in my dream in my dream uh, pick up the baby, going out and having a conversation with somebody, and then having this almost cartoonish reaction of, holy shit, I forgot the baby in the car, and, and just sprinting back to the car and opening it up and being thank, thanking the baby Jesus that, that he was okay. So, I, as you can see, a lot of stuff on my mind, a lot of deep-seated anxiety and stress and... Uh, thoughts of inadequacy because I, I i mean i fucking hope i don't i'm, I'm gonna obviously i'm not gonna leave the baby in the car but it it, it just kind of i have to start changing the way i think and this is one of those things where 
I, I, so I'm starting to find out that you, I can try and be prepared as much as I can. Heather and try, Heather can try and be prepared as much as she can, but at the end of the day, until the baby is here, there's no way to actually prepare and and get everything ready. Yeah, I can, I can kind of set everything up, but in reality, it's not the the way I feel, what I do, how I act. Because I'm gonna eventually get a routine. I'm hoping eventually I'm gonna get a routine, and I'm I'm hoping that it's still gonna allow for. Haha, <laughs> uh, still gonna allow for for her me being me. I don't I don't want this baby to I, I want this baby to know to to get to love me for who I am and um and Heather and and us be still who we are. So anyway, this morning I have a I had a bunch of things to do uh to get ready. We started the, the room was left a mess. There were cardboard boxes and pieces of plastic everywhere. So I had to clean all that up, and I had to put together a pack-and-play. And so, mind you, I'm, I'm up at 6.45 this morning, and I go and I unwrap, or I, I take the pack-and-play out of the box, and I'm already already at a fucking 10. And just like, how, how do I how do? I do I, it was the most perfect, stereotypical moment of a parent that you would see in a movie or in a TV show when they're preparing for the baby. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. I don't know what I'm doing. In reality, if I just calm down and read the instructions, the instructions said, make sure that this is up while you while you assemble it. And, and I'm like, okay, it's up. It's up. Meanwhile, I'm staring at it and it's not up. It's down. And simple little things just completely... Uh, completely somewhere else unfocused un not thinking about what I should be doing or how how I should be doing things I mean Heather was telling me she said she forgot to change her watch this morning uh she instead of going north on the on the freeway she was supposed to go on that she takes every day she went south uh and she uh couldn't she couldn't even type out the the um text messages that she sent me she she was having a hell of a time too Finally, I put together the pack and play. I relax. I breathe. I have a cup of coffee. I I turn on the radio and I think, okay, here we go. Let's fucking do this. Pack and play is together. Looks great. I I take it apart and put it together a few times to kind of understand how it works. Great, I got that. Um, I have we have the the sling for the baby and I start unwrapping it and I start wrapping it around myself like I'm a ninja mind you, and uh, I know this is how you know I have a woman's body, is when it fits me perfectly. Uh, <laughs> it comes, it's uh, like a very long piece of fabric that you wrap around your waist, and then you wrap it as an X, and then you wrap it around your back and over your shoulders, and then you tie it off to the side uh, so that the baby can sit inside of you as a sling, and uh, you can pull it up, and it, it looks it looks fantastic on me. Honestly, I, I think I'm, I'm just going to adopt that look from here on out, but it, as I was wearing that, I'm going, okay, I I can do this. I can put the baby here in the sling while I I am working around the house. I don't need to be just stagnant. I don't have to just sit down with the baby. I can I can still be moving around. Mind you, the baby's probably going to weigh about 20 pounds, but I'll figure out a way. And even last night I was thinking, okay, how can I work out with the baby? How can I do exercise with the baby? As I'm listening to the radio, I'm thinking, all right, the song Tears for Fears is on. I can tell him everything I know about Tears for Fears and how Head Over Heels was a number one hit in 1985. Thank you very much, Adam. 
uh, and, and little things like that and start telling the baby about music and movies and things that I love and have this the, build this home for him that he wouldn't I don't know if he would have had otherwise but but dedicate ourselves and I and I really started noticing and feeling of of you know what I I can do this so I start installing all of the locks around the house um, for the cabinets and and my mom is saying to me you know, she's she's saying, "Are you do you, do you want to install that there?" She she's very good, but she's just like, you know, we have to make sure that the locks are installed here. This is great for a baby. And, and in my back of my mind, I'm like, "I get it, mom. I get it. I get it. I know. I know." But just like with the pack and play, she could be telling me till her face is blue. I'm not going to actually comprehend it until I kind of relax, calm down, and say, "Okay, I. You know what, mom? You're right. You've raised God knows how many children in your life." I think you know what you're doing and kind of give in. And I'm a, I'm a bit of a stubborn person where I want to, I want to discover things on my own. I want to figure out things on my own. And my mom is just trying to help with making sure that I don't make any mistakes along the way and making sure that I don't, that I, that to, to alleviate any suffering that I could be causing myself. And I have to be, I have to make sure that I'm open and not stubborn and kind of give in. But also at the same time, my mom, I hope she's, I know we'll, we'll figure out our way of talking to each other and how to communicate and figuring out this is how I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do, this is what she's going to do, this is how we're going to communicate, and it's going to be this beautiful synergy together of uh, mother and son. Because in reality, and Heather had this, we had this realization this morning, Heather has to go to work. Even though she knows she has, that we're receiving him today, it, she has to go to work, and I'm going to stay here at home. And that's going to be a lot of it, especially at the beginning during the summer as she's working a lot. And I'm, I just need to start thinking of my, myself, of, I need to start figuring out how to delegate to my mom tasks to my mother and how to figure things out for myself. And it'll all come with time. Uh, anyway, I installed locks on the cabinets uh, with little magnets and... Um, a little, a little unlock, a little key where you put in the corner of the magnet that unlocks everything, and that seems like it. It worked out well. Uh, I will, I will go ahead and, and and post a picture of of the the prepared room on the Instagram as well as me in the sling. I look great in the sling with with the baby kangaroo thing. Uh, I think I was born to be a mother, so. <laughs> That's our show, and thank you for listening. So next time you hear from me, there will probably be a baby in my arms. I, I would say if I were betting man, I will the next podcast I record, the next episode of For Foster's Sake, will have a special guest appearance from the baby. Uh, and I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say his name, so I think I'm going to have to come up with a name from him for him to be able to refer to him. I will take suggestions. Rumpelstiltskin, maybe? Batman would be cool. Uh, anyway, uh, make sure you follow me at all my socials. Oh, man, I felt I had such... Before we go, I had such a beautiful moment of 
I know I'm getting old because I signed up for an Instagram account for this podcast. And it's on Instagram. It's for Foster's sake, uh, all one word. And it has the S after Foster's uh, and uh, two S's, so Foster's sake. Uh, and I, I started posting things online and going, I, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to use this. I think this is how you post. I think, oh, cool. I got, I got five likes. I'm Instagram famous. Uh, let the money start rolling in. I think I'm going to just start doing hashtag ad at the end of everything. Um, so that maybe, maybe somebody will be like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you money. Um, but in reality, I still have no idea how to use the, the platform. So if anybody out there is a, Instagram expert, Jesus Christ. I, I understand Twitter. I get that. That one makes sense to me. And I understand Facebook. And I, I suppose I understand at the base level what Instagram is. It's pictures. Uh, but I still don't necessarily know how to use it. And just give me a little bit and I'll, I'll work it out. Um, I've already posted some great photos on there of the cabinets and of Browning and post and pre-op <laughs> and um, a bunch of stuff on there, but I will make sure that I put it on there. So again, the account is for Foster's sake and it's at Instagram or you could email me at Rogelio Orozco zero and I will try and get a, an email for this as well. It's not very hard, but I'm a little busy now. Um, Rogelio Orozco zero at gmail.com. Please um, suggest names for what I should refer to the baby as, or uh, what names I should I should use. And and uh, I wanna take this time to thank everybody who called and reached out and sent these beautiful messages, Th those of you who knew, and those of you who are just, or who are finding out after this episode, I and I hear from you, thank you so much for your support, and um, those people who, who took the time to call, it, it really means a lot to us to know that we have a lot of support and love and we're not in this alone. We we are not, even though sometimes it may feel very lonely and sometimes it may feel very isolating. Um, it, I know that w most of you guys are just a phone call away and um, we really appreciate you going along with us on this journey uh, to figure out how we could grow our family and how we can help some kids along the way. So as the great David Allen Greer used to say on Loveline way back when, he would say, let's save some babies! You guys ever heard the phrase, um, don't count your chickens before they're hatched? Well, I should have heeded that advice before recording this podcast. Um, so from the time that I ended the recording to now have been some developments. Um, we may not necessarily receive this baby at all. Uh, can't go into the details about it, but uh, spoke to the intake um, intake department over at the organization we're with, and they said um, that there was some information uh, that that came through and that we may not necessarily even receive him at all. But it's still up in the air. So quite a roller coaster. It went from not knowing anything to maybe being a temporary placement to maybe more and now to maybe nothing at all. And so 
it's a good thing that Heather went to work, and it's a good thing that we continue to go on forward. Uh, I told the intake person, and she was very nice. I said, "Thank you so much." She's like, "You just got to be patient, and and we'll get you. We'll get you a baby. We'll get you someone." And I said, "I know. Thank you." Um, and Heather, I called Heather immediately, and I told her that we may not necessarily get him. And she was very calm, very stoic, because she's doing her best, I think, to guard herself. But I'm a fucking sucker, and well, <laughs> I mean, who knows? I'm, I might, I might be back. This podcast, this episode, may not necessarily be over um, before there's more news. So. How about this way? If if there is nothing after this segment on this episode, then we didn't get the baby. Or or better yet, uh, I will I will leave it as a cliffhanger because I myself don't even know what the hell's gonna happen. So much like in Back to the Future when the DeLorean flies off into the distance and he reads on the screen to be continued. So is this episode to be continued. And until next time, thank you all for your patience.